KC, you there? Mm-hmm, I'm here. Uh, hi. Hi. So today we have more Bible stuff. Yeah. And it is going to get like all hocus pocus up in here. Yes. You, you, I know you love that movie. I do. <laughs> amuck, 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 amuck. <laughs> <laughs> but today we're going over more podcast stuff. Uh, we posted up a Skeptic Mafia podcast. I know how all of you heathens out there love the Skeptic Mafia podcast. <laughs> um, for for once, though, we're, we're actually on the Skeptic Mafia podcast. We kind of flipped it a little bit because we're on the side of the Trump administration and we're actually shitting on somebody that is hating on it. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of interesting. You got to well, be a skeptic mafia member to. Let's be fair though. We're not okay. on the side of the Trump administration. Just this particular thing is not bad. N- no. And we uh, agree with this one thing he's doing right now. Right. On the side, I will never be on the side of the administration. I agree with this one thing that whatever they're doing right now. Yeah. So anybody out there that says we just absolutely hate everything they're doing and we're just against it because he's Trump and he's doing it. I mean, we do try to look at things objectively on it. But yeah, he's just shit most of the time. Yeah, so. Most of the time he is. But on this one, <laughs> it's kind of like a duh, like why wouldn't you do this? Yeah. But anyways. So um, today we've got more. More Bible. And yes. are you ready for my summary that I wrote down? I am ready it, for the summary. My ash cheeks are clenched. Okay. Totally accurate Bible summaries. It's probably not. What, it, no, this is complete, 100% accurate. You're going to love it. Okay. It's I don't the best. ever believe I'm you. the best with words. <laughs> Nobody has better words in the Bible than me. Also, hold the date. July 4th is Independence Day. <laughs> and I'm going to do something totally like brand new and revolutionary. You want to know what it is? A speech. Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we're starting off today with God giving Saul the cold shoulder. Um, it's either that or it's that weird thing where like the guy fucks the girl and is like, hey, I'll call you in the next day or two. And like he never calls. You know, that kind of thing. I think it might, I think, I think it's not the cold shoulder. It's, it's just, you know, he, God fucked him and then left him and left him hanging. Anyways. You know, that has literally never happened to me. <sighs> well, uh, I will, I will keep my tongue close. Um, <laughs> Saul then goes out and finds a Miss Cleo type person and uh, asks for a seance to call for Sammy because. That's what you do when you want to get in touch with that person that fucked you and left you. You go out and find some random person that's like, hey, can we contact the other side to get this fuck over here? <laughs> can you call them since they're ignoring my phone calls? They might pick up your number. Yeah. That is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Sammy uh, Samuel wakes up on the wrong side of the crypts and curses <laughs> Saul and his entire family to fucking death. Okay. Uh, Saul then is so pissed at Sammy that he decides to go and fight the Phillies. It's kind of like one of those bar fights where you're just so fucking mad you just want to go and punch somebody, but then you get laid the fuck out. Same thing happened here, except Saul, Saul and his entire family lost their heads and was crucified. Um, <laughs> the Amalekites uh, then tell David that Saul got uh, fucked to death by the Phillies. Uh, but actually, it was the messenger he admitted to, like, I don't know, shoving a sword up Saul's ass or something. <laughs> and so then uh, being the uber rational, high IQ intellectual that David is, he kills the messenger for doing that. And then we got some apologetics as to why God had Saul fucked up. Mm-hmm. Totally accurate. 
I mean, sort of, but like, <laughs> Saul wasn't mad. He was scared. Oh, well, I mean, you know, mad, scared. I mean, when you get scared sometimes, I mean, you get mad. I mean, that's like an emotional thing. Okay. It happens. Okay. What's up, heathens? How y'all doing? doing? So today we're going to be going over more of the Bible. And if you guys have made it this far, we appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but to go on ahead and get into the Bible, last time, of course, or previously, Sammy had died. Samuel. Samuel, sorry. This, this is not your intro anymore. This is my realm. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. So Samuel had died. <laughs> And uh, why don't you go ahead and take it away? Yes. So um, we have we have Saul, who is kind of at odds, you know, with with the Israelite people in general, kind of they they love Saul, but but God kind of left him a long time ago and he's still been ruling. But he he just has trouble like he has trouble getting God to talk to him. Now he has had contact with God supposedly through dreams and prophecy, right? Um, at at certain points in time. But now that Samuel died, he's there's a bunch of Philistines, always a bunch of Philistines ready to fight the Israelites. And Saul is scared and he doesn't really know what to do. So of course he goes to God, right? Mm-hmm. So we're starting out today, Samuel, first Samuel chapter 28. Um, and we're starting actually at, um, first, f- uh, well, they've got it a little mixed up, but we're starting, we're going to have the first three. Um, so it says here, the Philistines assembled and came and set up camp at Shunem while Saul gathered all the Israelites and set up camp at Gilboa. When Saul, when Saul saw when that happens in this book <laughs> when Saul saw the Philistine army he was afraid terror filled his heart he inquired of the Lord but the Lord did not answer him by dreams or Urim or prophets Saul then said to his attendants find me a woman who is a medium so I may go up and inquire of her so he called a witch right Ooh. yeah uh, this is where the seance comes in yes there's one in Endor they said now, <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> why, why are we flashing to Star Wars all of a sudden? Indoor? Indoor. Indoor. I'm fairly, I get it. Hold on. I, I, I just, I have to look this up real quick because I'm fairly certain in indoor, yes, is a Star Wars location. It's also a biblical location. No, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Star Wars owns indoor. I've fucked the Bible. Star Wars owns indoor. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's where they got the witch, wherever fucking indoors. <laughs> it was probably that one furry little witch that was trying to roast C-3PO. <laughs> I, I do not get your reference, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried, guys. I really have, but she just can't get into the Star Wars universe. Hey, I have watched with you. Yeah. What's the story of Rogue One, though? Is it- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the girl that is that the one with the girl? Oh hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one with the girl. <laughs> and the little and the little um round white orange Oh no. Booger. No. 
Oh. <laughs> that's 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 episode seven, honey. Oh. <laughs> episode seven, episode eight. Both of those has the girl with the round droid BB-8. Oh. It is. It is not Rogue One. Anyways, let's let's continue. Okay. I'm sorry. It, Rogue One is the one where it has they the all dead died. Lady. But it has the dead lady. The they CGI'd her ass in there. The one who played the princess. Oh well, yeah. That was that was part of Rogue One. Uh, and she like flew out in space and shit, right? Well, you're mixing up Rogue One and Episode Seven. Because <laughs> she was actually in Episode Seven or Episode Eight. I think the one with the flying thing is in episode eight. Oh. Uh, so, but she was CGI'd into Rogue One. So you're you're kind of mixing up films, but that's okay. What's the one where Chewbacca was like down underground being held? In that the- was the Han Solo movie. <laughs> <laughs> Here, look, though. Here's what I'm doing. I'm proving that I've seen them and literally could not give a single fuck about them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's continue. They went to the, the to, to, to Endor, Endor. <laughs> to find the little furry witch the person. Witch. So Samuel was dead and all of Israel had mourned for him and buried him in his own town of Ramah. Saul had expelled all mediums and spiritists from the land. Okay, so there weren't any in Israel. Well, in the Israelite territory. Can you imagine looking up in the yellow pages back then and being like, uh, medium, medium, medium. Well, Saul, it looks like you fucked us on this one, huh? <laughs> there were no yellow pages. Well, whatever the fuck they had. I don't know. They went out and beat the shit out of people. <laughs> <laughs> so Saul disguised himself, putting on other clothes. And at night, he and two men went with the women, went, went to the woman. Consult a spirit for me, he said, and bring up for me the one I name. But the woman said to him, surely you know what Saul has done. He has cut off the mediums and spiritists from the land. Why have you set a trap for my life to bring about my death? (laughs) Saul swore to her by the Lord, as surely as the Lord lives, you will not be punished for this. Then the woman asked, whom shall I bring up for you? Bring up Samuel, he said. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice and then said to Saul, why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, do not be afraid. What did you see? The woman said, I see a spirit coming up out of the ground. What does he look like? He asked. An old man wearing a robe is coming up, she said. Then Saul knew it was Samuel, because apparently Samuel is the only one who is an old man who wears a fucking robe. This is fucking Israel. They all wear goddamn robes. But apparently Sammy's robe was special. So hold on, I can just imagine it's like, sir, are you really gonna go out in that? What? It's just my day robe. It's like, <laughs> yes, I know, sir, but it's fancy as fuck. Everybody knows your soul in this robe. <laughs> you well, can't Samuel. go out there with gold frillies and shit on your robe and be it's like, true. I'm a commoner. No, no, Saul, that's not how you do shit. <laughs> so anyway, it was Samuel's robe that he oh, knew. Oh, Samuel. Yeah. Okay. So Saul then knew it was Samuel. He bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground he right. went face down ass up he did booyah samuel said to saul why have you disturbed me by bringing me up i'm in great distress saul said the philistines are fighting against me and god has turned away from me he no longer answers me either by prophets or by dreams so i have called on you to tell me what to do samuel said why do you consult me now that the lord has turned away from you and become your enemy the lord has done what he predicted through me The Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hands and given it to one of your neighbors, to David. 
because you did not obey the Lord or carry out his fierce wrath against the Amalekites. The Lord has done this to you today. The Lord will hand over both Israel and you to the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also hand over the army of Israel to the Philistines. Immediately, Saul fell full length on the ground, filled with fear because of Samuel's words. His strength was gone, for he had eaten nothing all this that day and night. <laughs> that sounds like his fault. <laughs> I know. Like, so you haven't eaten, so your strength is... I just, I feel like that's a weird thing to say. But anyways, are you ready? Yeah. When the woman came to Saul and saw that he was greatly shaken, she said... Look, your maidservant has obeyed you. I took my life in my hands and did what you told me to do. Now please listen to your servant and let me give you some food so you may eat and have strength to go on your way. He refused and said, I will not eat. But his men joined the woman in urging him and he listened to them. He got up from the ground and sat on the couch. The woman had a fattened calf at the house, which she butchered at once. She took some flour, kneaded it and baked bread without yeast. Then she set before Saul and his men and they ate. The same night they got up and left. Hold on a second. Hmm. How how fucking long did it take her to cook goddamn dinner? She <laughs> had to butcher a cow first, then cook the meat, and then while the meat's cooking, knead the bread, and then cook the bread. Like, bread doesn't cook in like 25 minutes. It doesn't take that long to make. I mean, well, she baked it without yeast. It's unleavened, so it, it doesn't take that long. Oh, okay. I guess I've never had a reason to eat flatbread like that. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, you're not a Jew. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Nor are you Catholic anymore. Well, anymore, yeah. I mean, you you had, took communion. Well, yeah, I mean, I've had communion, communion, but. That's unleavened I, bread. Oh, is it? I thought it was just cardboard. <laughs> like, I yeah. figured they were just feeding us, like, really stiff paper. I mean, that's kind of what it tasted like. It does taste like that. And, and when it breaks down, like, as you're chewing it, it breaks down like fibers, but it's not. It's unleavened. Oh, wait. Holy shit. I thought it was flesh that it was turning into in my face. Well, I mean, it technically, by Catholicism, does turn into Jesus's body. Oh, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad I did. I'm not going to lose my cannibal title or, or, well, I guess former cannibal title. Yeah. So, yeah, she made the food. They ate and then they left. So the Philistines fought against Israel. The Israelites fled before them and many fell slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines pressed hard after Saul and his sons, and they killed his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua. The fighting grew fierce around Saul, and when the archers overtook him, they wounded him critically. Saul said to his armor bearer, draw your sword and run me through, or these uncircumcised fellows will come and run me through and abuse me. <laughs> and abuse me. <laughs> I don't want them uncut dicks touching this anus, okay? <laughs> At least not while I'm alive. <laughs> they ain't going to be necrophiliacs if they're going to get me. But um, does, doesn't this sound very familiar? Mm-hmm. Uh, who was that one fuck who got, who uh, a woman dropped a stone on his head and he was going to die. And so he asked his squire fuckboy to like kill him. <laughs> His squire fuckboy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was uh, Abimelech from Judges. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was going to attack a tower and uh, a woman dropped a stone on his head. She did from the top of the, well, from the higher, higher up. Right. And so then, then he asked the squire fuckboy to kill him. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't know if this was, this was probably just 
a product of the time or something? I mean, I don't know. Uh, because, I mean, it feels copied. But then again, I don't know if it's like, oh, I would rather be killed by my own squire than yes. like. Than them to have the satisfaction of killing me. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Partially that and probably he was critically wounded and was like ready to die because he was already going to die and he didn't want to drug out. Well, yeah, but I mean, in both instances, they were both like, I don't want that other person that like like class of person that I hate. Whose dick isn't cut. Dick isn't cut or has a vagina. No dick. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because with Abimelech, it was the woman. Yeah. I don't want a woman to be the end of me. They put emphasis on like a trait it's like not the enemy but like i don't want this uncut fuck or this woman to have the satisfaction of it yeah so uh it's like you know somebody i guess sanctioned by god or protected by god or something i guess has to kill him i don't know anyways well so his armor bearer was scared and wouldn't do it so saul took his own sword and fell on it now that's important for the story here in a few minutes okay yeah when the he Saul took his sword and fell on it. All okay. right. When the armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his sword and died with him. So Saul and his three sons and his armor bearer and all his men died together that same day. When the Israelites along the valley and those across the Jordan saw that the Israelite army had fled and that Saul and his sons had died, they abandoned their towns and fled, and the Philistines came and occupied them. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the dead, they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They cut off his head and stripped off his armor, and they sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim the news in the temple of their idols and among their people. They put his armor in the temple of the Ashtoreths and fastened his body to the wall of Beth Shem. Beth Shan. Mm-hmm. When the people of Jabesh Gilead heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, all of their valiant men journeyed through the night to Beth Shan. They took down the bodies of Saul and his sons from the wall of Beth Shan and went to Jabesh, where they burned them. They took the bones and buried them under a tamarisk tree at Jabesh, and they fasted for seven days. Okay? <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I guess I don't understand. Like, it's like, oh, God, he died. Uh, let's just not eat for like a week, guys. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a, like, kind of a thing where they're sacrificing. They're sacrificing something, mourning, it's a period of mourning and a period of fasting, and they're giving up something in remembrance or whatever. I just, I don't understand it. I mean, I I wouldn't, <laughs> this is such a fat thing to say, I wouldn't go seven days without eating. <laughs> Just be like, oh, I'm so sad, I'm going to go seven days without, it's like, if I'm going to go seven days without eating, it's like, oh, I've got the runs, I ain't eating. <laughs> like, there would have to be something, like, you know, physically wrong, wrong. with me yeah, yeah well, i mean there would have to be something physically wrong with most people yeah anyway i'm just saying that i don't i don't understand that practice like this isn't like a really hard <laughs> like criticism of them it's yeah. just i don't understand that whole thing in general well so uh, here we're gonna actually skip a little bit we've been in first samuel that was 31 that we were just in um but we're gonna skip real quick to first chronicles and the reason at uh, chapter 10 and the reason we're going to do that is because chronologically, remember, we're in the Daily Bible, so it's chronological. And it says here, Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance and did not inquire of the Lord. 
So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. But what's interesting is that, that he did inquire of the Lord mm-hmm. and God wouldn't talk to him anymore because God had turned his back on him. And so like God put him to death because he inquired a medium. Like now that's it's saying because he inquired a medium. That was after you already fucking left him. Well, I mean, Saul, Saul's time had, you know, was running out basically, you know, and I don't think that it was like a case of like, oh, that's the last straw fucking asking a medium about shit. Like, <laughs> I, you know, God, he had lost favor with God for a while. Oh, yeah. It had been a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I, I don't like I get that he was asking for a medium then. But I mean, the fuck tried to kill David three times. Yeah. So, I mean, like more than point, that, honestly. Yeah. Why is it that consulting a medium to get an answer from like your ex like why 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 is that seen as worse than trying to kill your newly appointed fuckboy it's not even that it's worse it said that he did not inquire of the lord but he did yeah i mean yeah i I, I mean they, they they love to do the whole you know neglecting facts that were previously stated yeah i i mean that Honestly, at this point, like, it's no surprise to me that people just sort of zone out and then only hear certain portions. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and also, here's another thing is that this is this is in Chronicles, not in Samuel. So by the time Chronicles rolls around, people have already done forgotten what happened in Samuel. And you don't remember. Oh, yeah, he did. It said that he yeah asked for god and god didn't answer and so that's why he went to the medium i I don't know why the producers of this book um like the authors or the editors or whatnot Mm -hmm. i don't know like i wonder like when they were putting this particular part together why didn't they look over as like hey guys y'all see this shit in chronicles it says that he didn't inquire but we just wrote down that he fucking did like i don't know is this not sitting well with some of you (laughs) okay i mean i'll ignore it if you want me to but (laughs) well they ignore a lot they do yeah so now we're going to move into second samuel chapter four ah second samuel for for just for just one verse and then we're going to go into second samuel chapter one okay okay so jonathan the son of saul had a son who was lame in both feet he was five years old when the news about saul and jonathan came from jezreel his nurse picked him up and fled but as she hurried to leave he fell and became crippled his name was meth uh shit um <laughs> meth shit here you That's you, you try name. it right here right here <laughs> let's see ah, ge school of pronunciation and shit <laughs> mephizibosheth mephibosheth 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 morpheus Mephibosheth is what we're going with. Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. (laughs) Mephibosheth. Okay. So now after the death of Saul, David returned from defeating the Amalekites and stayed in Ziklag for two days. On the third day, a man arrived from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and with dust on his head. When he came to David, he fell to the ground to pay him honor. Where have you come from? David asked him. He answered, I have escaped from the Israelite camp. What happened? David asked. Tell me. He said, the men fled from the battle. Many of them fell and died, and Saul and his son Jonathan are dead. 
Then David said to the young man who brought him the report, How do you know that Saul and his son Jonathan are dead? I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, the young man said, and there was Saul leaning on his spear with the chariots and riders almost upon him. When he turned around and saw me, he called out to me and I said, what can I do? Uh, do you want me to finish this little section? Then we'll talk about. Okay. He, uh, he asked me, who are you? An Amalekite. I answered. Then he said to me, stand over me and kill, stand over me and kill me. I am in the throes of death, but I am still alive. So I stood over him and I killed him because I knew that after he had fallen, he could not survive. And I took the crown that was on his head and the band on his arm, and I have brought them here to my Lord. Then David and all the men with him took hold of their clothes and tore them. Okay. So, so, so wait, is, is it, I guess I'm a little confused. Is it like Saul fell on a sword and that didn't kill him? And so this Amalekite put came by and he's like, oh, what can I do? And he's like, kill me. And uh, he was like, well, okay. So, so here's the thing. It said Saul took his own sword and fell on it. Right. Over here, it says the young man said there was Saul leaning on his spear. Okay, so these are two different weapons. Oh, not confusing. His spear. It's his dick. No, no. He's got a third. He's got a kickstand. No. (laughs) (laughs) He was leaning on his dick and he was just like, I'm almost dead. Just go ahead. Cut it off. (laughs) That's not how. No. So these are two different weapons and a spear and a sword are easily distinguishable from one another. They are. Okay. So in this other in here in first Samuel, they say, let's see. Draw your sword and run me through. He didn't do it. Uh, Saul took his own sword and fell on it, and then he died. Okay? So it says he died. But over here, he was leaning on a spear and wasn't dead. And the armor bearer apparently wasn't around. So, I don't know. I feel like these are... These are definitely contradictory accounts of how David died. Or, not David, Saul. Saul. Saul dies. Yeah. And I mean, there's similar, like... Leaning on a spear, fell on his sword. Like, they're similar, but, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe the problem is translation. I I don't know, but, uh, I mean, those are not similar situations. Because in one hand, you have Saul who fell on his own sword because his person wouldn't do it. And then in the other case, it's uh, he had a spear, spear, not a sword. And so, like, he didn't have a way of falling on his sword. Well, it says he was leaning on his spear. Like, he had been driven through with a spear. So either way, he'd been driven through with a sword or a spear. Okay. And he was, he had fallen on it in both cases. It's just two different weapons. And in in the sword case, with the armor bearer, he died and the armor bearer died with him. But in, in the spear case, he fell on it and he still wasn't dead. Like, he'd been injured... Then fell on the spear. Then we think, we don't know if he was injured before, but then fell on the spear and wasn't dead. Well, I guess when it says leaning on his spear, mm-hmm. I took it as like him using the spear to like lean on it. Oh, no, 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 no. Like he was run through. No, because that's what it said. When he saw me, he called out to me and he said, stand over me and kill me. I'm in the throes of death, but I'm still alive. And the guy said, I knew after he had fallen, he could not survive. So he'd fallen on, he was run through okay. with the spear. Well, I, I, I guess um, after he had, he had fallen, like I just, um, like I didn't exactly imagine him with a spear in him. 
Like, because, oh, he fell, like, he could have been stabbed with a sword or something. And then... No, it's just fallen okay. on is not, like, fell, like, tripped and fell. It's okay. a different kind of fall, and he fell on his sword, fell on his spear. He he was run through. Okay, I'm sorry. So, but the stories are different, and, and I don't know if maybe it's a translation thing. Like I said, it could be a, a Bible translation with spear and sword kind of coming from similar words and they're not mm-hmm. sure which, you know. So the people there with David, they mourned and wept and fasted until evening for Saul and his son Jonathan, but only until evening. See, you could manage that. <laughs> I, yes, honey, it's I like, can manage not to eat for a little bit. Hold on, I have to <laughs> shovel all of this spaghetti in my mouth. Oh, spaghetti is delicious. You sure? <laughs> So they fasted until evening for Saul and his son Jonathan and for the army of the Lord and the house of Israel because they had fallen by the sword. David said to the young man who brought him the report, where are you from? I am the son of an alien and a Malachite, he answered. David asked him, why were you not afraid to lift your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Then David called one of his men and said, go strike him down. So he struck him down and he died. For David had said to him, your blood is your blood be on your own head and your mouth testified against you when you said, I killed the Lord's anointed. So they killed the messenger. Mm -hmm. Do you suppose this is where the saying don't kill the messenger comes from? Could be. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I don't. (laughs) I I love how so many things are derived from like all this religious shit that we just don't know. Yeah. And so I. I mean, it may be from here, maybe from somewhere else, but it's it, it, it's a pretty good candidate. Yeah. So David took up this lament concerning Saul. Oh, sorry. We're back to. Oh, no, this is still second Samuel. I'm sorry. Um, and his son, Jonathan, and ordered the men of Judah be taught this lament of the bow. And it's written in the book of Jeshar. Okay. okay. So the, a lament, if for any of you who don't know. It, the noun lament is um, a song in, in this context is a song. Right. Okay. So they sing a song and every, everybody in Judah has to learn this song. Sing us a song, little Judah man. Sing us a song tonight. That was lovely, honey. I know. Okay. You ready? Yep. Your glory, O Israel, lies slain on your heights. How the mighty have fallen. Tell it not in Gath. Proclaim it not in the streets of Ashkelon. Lest the daughters of the Philistines be glad. Lest the daughters of the uncircumcised rejoice. O mountains of Gilboa, may you have neither dew nor rain, nor fields that yield offerings of grain. The shield of Saul no longer rubbed with oil. From the blood of the slain, from the flesh of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan did not turn back. The sword of Saul did not return unsatisfied. Saul and Jonathan, in life they were loved and gracious, and in death they were not parted. They were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than lions. O daughters of Israel, weep for Saul, who clothed you in scarlet and finery who adorned your garments with ornaments of gold. How the mighty have fallen in battle. Jonathan lies slain in your heights. I grieve for you, Jonathan, my brother. You were very dear to me. Your love for me was wonderful, more wonderful than that of women. How the mighty have fallen. The weapons of war have perished. Oh, what the fuck? Hold on. Did he just admit that him and Jonathan fucked? Um, It was a love better than any woman out there. 
Your asshole was tighter than anything that I could have imagined being inside. <laughs> anything? Anything. Okay. So there you have it. Jonathan, better than any woman. That's right. That asshole is better than any woman out there. <laughs> so that's all for today. Yep. It is all. I'm glad that that's all. And <laughs> and next time we talk about David becoming king. So there's that. Uh, there's civil war. Ooh. Um, there's. I wonder if it's a lot like the Avengers Civil War. I don't know. There's alliances. There's revenge. There's murder. It's going to be great. Okay. All right. So next time it's going to be great with alliances and revenge. And murder. And, and murder. Well, and David becomes king. Mur- murder's not new. But anyways, we'll see you heathens later. Y'all don't forget to stand up and use your voice. That's my line. Oh, fuck. Well, anyways, heathens, uh, that's going to be it for us today. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all.